Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's program, we're going to talk about SCAN, Senior Citizens Awareness Network, Rutherford County Sheriff's Department uh, program that's been going on for many years. Clarence and E.T. Geis are here with us along with uh, Gary Heron, and we're going to jump right into it. Good morning to everybody. Good, Good morning. 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 Glad you could be here with us. Um, Gary, let's, let me start with you because... I know these two people that uh, are, are are here this morning to your right are crucial to this SCAN program. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about uh, SCAN. Just give me an overview of, you know, your 30-second stump speech about this is what SCAN is. All right. So SCAN, like you, like you mentioned earlier, is a Senior Citizens Awareness Network. Uh, it is a program that is within the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department where we are able to assist and help the seniors of rutherford county uh some of the things that we do uh we call them each week we call and we go visit them once a month uh there are certain times during the year that we are able to provide them with food we're able to uh help them with resources that they may need uh also we uh during thanksgiving we have a humongous thanksgiving dinner for them uh, which is which they absolutely love, uh, and you know the most important thing about the scan is these are these are our seniors that really don't have help, or they don't have family that's able to be with them on a consistent basis. So what we try to do is be their family, and they absolutely love it. There's nothing like walking to a house, talking to these seniors, and their faces light up. They are just ecstatic knowing that we're there to show them love that we care and that we're here for them and, and something that they might not get uh, at all if if there absolutely. wasn't a volunteer to do that right absolutely so that's 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 basically the scan i mean it is our it to me it is the heartbeat uh of of our department i mean that's the way we feel about it we, we love our seniors we i mean they are like family to us mm. and so it's it's a great program so uh, Clarence and E.T., um, you all have, have, have been with it since the start. Um, how did you even get involved, Clarence, you and E.T.? We uh, attended the Sheriff Citizens Academy, hmm. and uh, one of the things that was brought up at, that, uh, at one of the meetings was uh, the program that Wilson County had at, that we would like to have for our county. So we and we, uh, two of the SROs at the time, they brought this to the sheriff and he approved it. So we, uh, they kind of asked for volunteers to come in and work with that program, and uh, and we did that. We, we were retired and uh, we needed something to take up our time. So we jumped right in it and. We've been there ever since, going on 12 years. Wow, 12 years uh, since the inception of the program, right? Yes. And uh, E.T., tell me, what what's kept you all doing this for 12 years? The joy that you have when you go to visit. And and the smiles on their faces, they let you know they love you. And that, that to me, is just like going to see a grandparent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... It's just wonderful. And the fact that 
you know, I just can't get over what Gary was saying a, a minute ago, how their face lights up. And, and just to think that certain situations that that may be the only human contact they see in, in for weeks. Yes. And, and they'll call you. You don't have to call them all the time. Oh, they'll good. call you. And, you know, that makes that makes me feel good. Mm. You know, oh, most certainly. But, yeah, it's it's a great program. So how many, Gary, are um, being helped in the program now approximately? We have approximately 90 members in the program right now. But not not only that 90, but there are people knocking on the door every day saying, hey, giving you referrals, I would say. Absolutely. We have approximately, I believe you said, is around 27 referrals right now that are waiting in line to get to be part of this program. But also we get referrals from our, our deputies that go out and do welfare checks on, uh, you know, the seniors. Uh, matter of fact, we just got one this past week. And uh, so we're working on getting that taken care of, you know, because it's important that we reach out. Once we get that referral, our job is to let's get the process rolling. But when we have 27, <laughs> we only have seven volunteers. It We got to be careful what we do. We don't want to overstack ourselves so that we're not... We can't provide the needs for them. Mm -hmm. So, well, obviously, we see that the need is here. Absolutely, and volunteers are the key to it. Absolutely, I need volunteers. <laughs> this program needs volunteers, and we we've got to have it. I mean, there's again, we got to be able to service them, and that's what we and we, just seven us seven can't do it. And so that's why it's so important that we get some volunteers for this program. So how long have you been working with the SCAM program? So I recently became the sergeant over the this uh, division, which is a community service division. Uh, I've been there f almost a year now in, as a sergeant in this position. Prior to that, I was working in another program, but I kind of worked with them as well. Uh, but it's been a year since I've been there. Mm -hmm. And you obviously share the the same importance that Clarence and ET have and all the other volunteers but kind of share with our audience why it's why you think it's important well let me I want to say this the heartbeat of this program is Clarence and ET this program would not be anything without them at all that's just the way I feel about it this is we call him Slim Shady. We call her Mama coming in here. <laughs> I mean, that's we're just a big family, you know. And again, it, it goes back to what I was saying. The importance of this program is there's some seniors out there that need help, and I feel it's a duty, just as a human being, to help them. You know, I I lost my grandmother a, a couple years ago, and. Uh, just you know being able to see her when i would walk when i drive all the way up to east tennessee to go see her the moment i walked in the door like i said she just lit up i was mama's fella boy uh uh uh. that's what she used to tell me every time <laughs> and, and you know when you walk to these people's home and you see them just light up and and then the, then they tell you the needs that they they'll call and say hey we need I, I need some food now you think about that just for a second a grandparent calling us saying they need food let that sink in just for a second. That yeah. that's pretty sad. We live in America that is has a plethora of food and people out here to help, but they're calling us. Hey, listen, I'm getting I'm running low on on food. So we have partners that we're able to get food and take it to them. And so, th this program is vital for this county. We just need help. It it takes 
boots. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, you know, it takes people to get that food to them. You, Absolutely. you have the resources. You just need volunteers. Absolutely. And there's been times that uh, we've had uh, where we had a get a, a bunch of food, like from Midcomer, we'll be able to get some food from them and needed to have some help with that because we don't have the volunteers. We've had to pull on some of our patrol officers their day off to come and help us, which they love it too. I mean, it's people, our officers are great about this, but to be able to get the food out in a timely manner, instead of just a few here, a few there, you know, because seven to deliver 90 to 90 people, that's yeah. going to take forever. But if I, we've here recently, we, ha, uh, the state has mandated that the, uh, the patrol officers have four hours of community service, which is fantastic, right? So they they're able to come in and help us they like you know we want to help the scan department because they know how vital this program is to the department and they'll come in and they'll help us deliver this food because we got to get it out sure it, it it's amazing to me i mean deputies are are, are people you know yes. they may have a uniform but they're people and they obviously see this need and so you're getting those referrals but it it also has to make them feel good to be able to participate oh my and they love it yeah. it's you know it's not like it's just a job to them this is this is part of their passion as well and you can see it when they come in and say hey we want to help we're here they'll send me emails call me up whatever it is say hey i want to help in this program what can i do my days off from this this and this and i can be here on this day i can work for the next four or five hours i mean we had some guys come in and work six hours just to get the job done hmm. because they want to help this program uh, Sergeant Gary Heron joining us, Clarence and E.T. Geist, talking about the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department scan program. Um, E.T., the, uh, the volunteers are, are the lifeblood of, of this program to, to keep it going. So uh, talk to me about what you look for in a volunteer and, you know, is it a certain number of hours or anything like that? What are, what are you looking for in a volunteer out there? Well, that they could commit to 16 hours a month. That's not much, but that would help. And, and the compassion. You have to have compassion. And, you know, that's all it takes. The rest of it comes natural. It just... It just, it just it does. To, to just to be a human being, it has to right. come natural, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Clarence, my, anything you want to share about that and, and, and volunteerism with the program? Well, uh, I know there are a lot of volunteer organizations in this county, and, you know, we know that we're not the only one, uh, but we feel like uh, we're doing something that maybe some of the others don't. If we had a lady call on the way in, her refrigerator went out. So, you know, we try to... Uh, go to somebody that can d help us out with that uh, we, we need uh, resources to go to for people that need ramps we try to get those done uh, washers and dryers we uh, things big things that most of them can't afford uh, but as far as uh, volunteers we need people who can or can put in a few hours a month uh, are able to make phone calls and talk to people find out how they're doing uh maybe uh able to go out and visit for a while uh just uh 
just to check on them, you know, to to be there for somebody. Well, what keeps going through my mind is um, think of this as your grandmother or grandfather, you know, and, and what would you do to help them? And, and these folks, Gary, I guess many of them just don't have that family support group. Um, they don't. And you're it. That's it. I mean, and, and it's sad. Unfortunately, there are some out there that they do have family, but the family has nothing to do with them. And that's where it really, man, it'll break your heart. Yeah. You know, because they'll yes. talk about their family, but they're not coming to see them. They're not calling them. They're not visiting. So we get, we, we get to take that on as being part of their family when the other family aren't even there. So um, it's just, at times it can be devastating. It, it, can, it can break your heart. Hmm. And, you know, I hear the stories from Clarence and E.T. how of the different ones prior to me being there, how they just love this person or I was there when this happened and, you know, and she and E.T. would cook meals for uh, this one gentleman all the time on Sundays because he loves Sunday meals, you know, and it's just it's just stuff like that, that these people in their last days, they need as much love as they did on their first day. Absolutely. So w what does someone out there that's listening and saying, you know, maybe this is something that I could do. What's, what's the process to be a volunteer? So the process to be a volunteer is, uh, there's an application for the volunteer. Uh, we'll just, we can fill, you can fill it out. We'll do a background check cause we gotta make sure everything's okay. Uh, because you're going to these people's homes. Uh, after that we'll come in, they'll do a, like a little orientation. Then they'll start riding with the, uh, with Clarence and ET, which is our coordinators. Uh, ET is our coordinator and that, uh, just to see how to do things. It, it's a pretty simple process. You know? mm -hmm. So uh, after that, it's just boots on the ground. Yeah. So. And, and, and are you able to, um, for instance, do, once you've got the training, do the, the work on your own? I mean, at, at, your, at your own times, is, is that kind of how it works? So, so what, what, we, what we want to do is we want them to come in. We, we require them to go to at a time you know what i'm saying two people to, to go visit and that's just for their safety and for the the person's safety that they're visiting sure uh so we usually do two by two and then uh we'll just go visit them after that that's pretty much it i mean you know yeah, if somebody says you know i get off work at five i could give a few hours a week doing that i mean so how, how does that work with the schedule for the schedule thank yeah. you kind of got sidetracked about right. that i apologize <laughs> but on the schedule we we try to do it in the morning time hmm. because you think the seniors their time is in the morning they're used to getting up you know before the chickens crow and go to bed probably when you're getting off you know so we try to do it in the mornings uh just because that's their time and it's not about us it's about them and so what we're what we're looking for somebody that can probably be there around nine o'clock and work till 12 one something like that because that's their time that's the seniors time that they're usually awake so it is a lot of this done by volunteers on weekends or is it weekdays and weekends it's usually just weekends i mean excuse me weekdays not weekends my apologies just weekdays uh there's sometimes they've done it on the weekend is that yes. right yes. Yeah. if it's necessary if it's accident or if they need something quickly yes we do on the weekend okay well, very good. Uh, so it's a simple process, you said, uh, to, to start an application. And Is that on the Sheriff's Department website? Or 
I'm not 100% sure on that. If we're, I know we're revamping the website. Okay. Uh, but I know that you can contact ETN Clarence. Uh, we can give you the email address. What's the email address? RCSOScan, S-C-A-N, at okay. gmail.com. Or the telephone number is 615-904-3139. All right. I'll be sure to put this uh, information, the, uh, the email and the phone number, on the website and the uh, podcast section there and remind folks uh, again that's rcso that stands for rutherford county sheriff's office rcso scan at gmail.com and the number 615-904-3139 i appreciate you all being here Uh, we'll keep spreading the word and uh, thanks for all the great stuff you do here in the county well we thank thank you you. thank you for this opportunity absolutely Uh, Sergeant Gary Heron joining us today along with Clarence and E.T. Geis talking about the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department scan program and again 615-904-3139 or rcsoscan at gmail.com where you can get uh, all the information. We've got this on our website at wgnsradio.com. Just look under podcast and Rutherford issues, and you can listen back to the program. Thanks for joining us today.